Welcome to the Accounting Technology Fireside Chat Podcast. Now, sit back and enjoy while Nick and Trevor help you use your technology to make money and delight your clients. Well, good morning, Trevor, and welcome back to the Accounting Technology Fireside Chat Podcast. How are you? I am awesome, Nick. Awesome. Uh, well, I know. Yeah, busy. Really busy at work at the moment. I think, uh, I, I think, and be quiet, but I think the economy is on the move. Oh, careful, <laughs> careful. Don't want to make predictions like that. No, but I just feel really, feel really good at the moment. I feel there's lots of good stuff going on in the world. And yeah, everybody, there's a lot of... Federal budgets happened last night for all the, the accountants out there, busily scrolling all over it to see what's going to happen in their world. I'll wait for so, someone else to do that and tell me all yeah, about I was, it. I was, was going to say, what's your takeaway <laughs> from the budget? But you won't have any yet because nobody's told you. No, no. A couple of tax cuts, a few things here, usual $1,080 bits and pieces. Um, you know, I, I still like and I always have liked the way the concept of investment, you know, where people make investments in tech or tech and and um, machinery and trade and all of those things. I think that's I think the by extending that, that's a good thing to do. Um, it, it, it moves things in the right way. It gets people to gear up to what they want to do. Uh, you know, the the trainee stuff too, extending the trainees, you know, I've had some amazing success, amazing success with that. And we've got to really move in that space. So, you know, we talk about it often coming from the accounting profession where, you know, everybody's got to have qualifications and so forth and moving into the IT space where, you know, Microsoft and Google grab people out of university and get them into traineeships and get them into that space because um, they want them in the market quicker. They don't want them hanging around the university for four years or stuff like that. And we, we've got to really think about that differently going forward. We're going to... Not, not just that, my wife's doing a computer science degree and as you know, I work in professional IT and half the stuff she's learning there is it's either dated or it's not used and so they're not setting them up for a professional career. They're, they're setting them up with a bunch of theoretical knowledge which is you know, kind cool if you're doing really obscure stuff but doesn't really help in most of the commercial world. No, and, the, and, and I finished my accounting degree, four years of accounting, walked out in my graduate position, had no idea what I was doing. I was like, man, I learned nothing from that four years that I spent out in the real world. Is that, is that, you know? is that a reflection on the four years or a reflection on you, Trevor? I just, I just don't Oh, well, I'm, I'm not the only one that says that. I'm not the only one that says that. Jeez, that was quick. Uh, oh, look at me go. It's, it's, it's 7.30 in the morning. I'm already on fire. <laughs> It's something that everybody says. They come out and they do their accounting qualification. They walk in, they go, well, they didn't teach us any of that. They teach you how to research. They teach you how to go find things. But there's there's so much and, you know, that they could they can do. And I, I, I'm hearing that there has been some movement in the space to, to that your accountants, you know, that, that they come out, they are ready to go. But, um, you know, the experience I've had the last year and a half with trainees uh, and in in our space, in the tech space and so forth, has been nothing short of phenomenal. You know, like I'm what, really, what, what, really impressed with it. What's funky is when I grew up, accountants didn't do accounting degrees, right? Accountants went and got a job straight from school in an accounting firm and they were trained Right, with some external training and the accounting, the you know, the <laughs> Institute of Chartered Accountants or the Institute of Practicing Accountants qualified them. 
so those yeah. are the, and that's the same for surveyors and all sorts of people that do that kind of stuff so well your trades from, all of your trades yeah. is the same yeah well i, I would um, have said accounting you, is more a trade than so, something else and just because it is right i'm not being rude it's just, skill, yeah it's, it's 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 a set you do something you're a skilled person who do a set of skilled things and it's not academic it's it's a set of techniques and skills right exactly but you lived on a little island called guernsey and we live now on a little island called australia and i suppose that's the point we've got a skill shortage we've got an, a workforce shortage coming our way and we're really hearing that in the marketplace and we've got a i think the industry has to think differently about how we go and get that shortage up you know mm. always always um you know that that whole concept of of people said to me how do you feel about um offshore employment you know and employing people from overseas and so forth like that i think it's a good filler i don't think it's something you should uh you should bank your industry on because uh who are going to be your managers of the future if they're not learning this the basic skills when they start their careers so got to think about those things but let's talk at something last week we said we were going to um get into a bit more deep dive into document management. And one of the things that I spoke to you about was that whole concept that an accountant has a lot of trouble with is where you've got a document management system and the document management systems are designed in a way to get your documents straight into the document management area. But mm. because there's so many documents in there, they find it hard to man manage that. And I asked you, I said, how do we, how do we combat that? How do we work with our documents? in an environment that's very easy to work in and then you know so that we can then file them in the right spot so because we've got us we spend a lot of time gathering documents we've got to sort them in the right format we've got to tag them we've got to attach them to work papers we've got to move them around a lot and yep. um i've had a lot of feedback from people who have said that once it's in the document management system which is great it's in there they've found it really hard to um work with and find again and so forth so what are your thoughts wow there's a whole bunch of things to unpack there well let's let's start with with the stuff we do when we're working on a, a client account so mm -hmm. you know quite often you'll want to you know go and gather a bunch of papers build your work papers you don't want to be doing that necessarily in the document management system you want somewhere else to do it right yep yep you so know and yeah so i've got some ideas on what you but you want somewhere else to do it because you know, like there's probably some documents in there you may not need to put into the document management system. And it yep. can, it's confusing when it's all in there. You've got to sort them by years. You've got to sort them into certain categories. You've got to get them into a place that you can work with them uh, as well. So they've got to be local. They, they you know, uh, the, you've got to have access to them locally. You've got other applications like zero work papers. You've got to upload documents into. And I find that gets a bit hard um, if it's already in the cloud so, so so in this stage OneDrive's your friend and right? yep. so so and i'm gonna i'm gonna stick to office 365 because it's what i know there's probably uh, analogies in g suite and other things but i know office 365 so OneDrive's yep. your friend when when anybody gets office 365 um business premium or enterprise each of your staff members get a terabyte of space in their own OneDrive, and that's kind of the same if you remember when you had servers everybody had their own home drive Yep. Yeah, their P drive or whatever it was. So, that was what we called it. And yep. So, so people go, but I, I want to work with it on my PC, and I go, well, that's that's horribly risky um, because PCs fail and drives break, and you can lose your work and all sorts of things. How about we do it somewhere where it's backed up? So, 
first of all, OneDrive is a place to put files that allows you to synchronize it with your PC. Yep. Okay, and what that means is all of the files look like they're on your PC as well as being backed up and synchronized live with the cloud. That's a good place to be. Hey, the new version of OneDrive automatically, does it automatically or do you have to turn it on to synchronize your documents, your downloads, and your desktop? That's a, that's a Windows 10 thing. So Windows uh, 10 okay. will automatically um, synchronize you know, your desktop, um, some of your files. Basically, if, you've, if you're an Office 365 customer and you were to drop your PC in Sydney Harbor, for example, and you wander up to Harvey Norman and go get a new laptop and log in with your Office 365 account, um, in, in um, not very long, everything reappears as if by magic. Mm, that sounded like something you've done before. Many times. Um, in fact, I do a lot of development, a lot of early stage <laughs> stuff, and I, I totally had to rebuild my PC this week from scratch. Yeah. And um, I decided to do it in work hours because I'd normally do something like that overnight. And at 9 o'clock, I hit the rebuild the PC from scratch button. And at 10 o'clock, I was able to hop on a Teams call with a customer using that device with everything I needed there. Yeah, I, I, I'm the same. I go hit reset probably every three to six months, you know, on my PC. I just wipe everything away. There's nothing on it that I that I keep. Everything sinks and gets going again. Yeah. Okay, so, um, so where we are, OneDrive is your Oh, back into OneDrive. Yeah. Back into OneDrive. That's where you do all that stuff. And OneDrive in the last probably five years, the improvements they've made in OneDrive has been fairly, I think, I think fairly phenomenal. I, I don't, I've got it constantly linked and I'm syncing, I'm probably syncing three, four, five drives regularly. And I don't see, I don't get any of the synchronization issues anymore, anything like that. It just, it just works. It, it, it does. And it's taken 10 years to really yeah. get it to that point, but it's really robust now. It works really well. I know, I, yeah, I use it for everything. I'm a, I'm a real fan. And ever since they kind of got that sync tool starting to be right, it's, it's become a really, really good solution. Yeah. Um, so, so it's your scratch pad. So you can treat it just like a local set of files and folders and do what you'd normally do with files and stuff. Um, yeah. But then comes the point where you want to actually get that into your document library. You want to get yep. that into your document management system. And if you open OneDrive on the web, which you yep. can actually do from your PC, you go to the um, the folder, which is OneDrive in your PC, and I'll just make sure I get tell you what to do right. Um, you click on a folder, you can right click and choose view online. And that will open up a browser and that will take you all the way to the right bit of OneDrive, which is beautiful and lovely. Um, so you can see it online. The reason you want to see it online is what we're going to do with online is you can then take those files um, and folders and you can choose to move or copy them somewhere. So okay. you're not so, using it. Yeah, you're just going move, copy. You're not having to download or run You don't have it. to download. It just all happens in the cloud. So when you hit copy to it, comes up with a list of locations um, and you can see in there your document, if you're using, uh, for example, Hub One, you see your Hub One document center, you can click on documents, you can browse to clients, you can go and find the client you want to drop it into, and you hit copy or move here, and it will move or copy those files and folders straight into your document management solution. And, and it's not running that process of downloading it to your PC and uploading nope. it into your PC. So nope. you're not using any doing... bandwidth or anything. Nope. It's going straight to it. and. 
you know that that whole yeah movement and and so forth has just changed dramatically i i do it a lot i actually you know just found it by default you know and i also do it within teams as well that move functionality move between teams and all that yep. whereas you used to have to go oh i've got to download it and then i've got to upload it and i've got to do those sort of things yeah you don't which, you don't need to do that anymore which is just super cool right yeah but you can't but but that functionality that you get from OneDrive, if if I'm not looking at the view online part and yep. I go and look in my let let's talk about what's it doing when it is synced to my computer and I open it with my 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 file explorer and I see all the clouds and you yep. know you've got your cloud and then you've got the so, one that's so, been ticked and it's been downloaded. And then yeah, you've so got let, the one let, you... let me explain the icons because things that are on OneDrive have another in Explorer, they have another icon called the status. Yep. Right. And I'll go through them. So if it's got a cloud, it's kind of showing you it exists, but it actually doesn't exist on your PC. It exists in the cloud. There isn't a copy on your PC. If it's got a cloud and a little person, it means it exists on your it exists in the cloud, not on your PC, and you're sharing it with someone else. OK, if you've got a green tick, it says there's actually a copy of it synchronized on your PC. Right? Yep. So if you just go and you know, go in, find one of those files with the cloud, double click on it. It will get a green tick and it will download, but you really won't notice that happen. It all happens in the background like it's just a local file. Yeah, and and what about the the big solid tick? When would I ever use that? I don't know. I don't know the difference between a big solid tick and a little green tick. Well, you, um, you got the one where you can say always keep on this device, and it makes it a solid. Uh, tick. Yeah. So what you can do with these things is they've got you can right click and you can say free up space. And what that does is that takes all the things that are synchronized locally, throws them back up to the cloud, make sure they're synced, and remove them from your machine, not removing them. Um, you can then say, I actually want this to be local all the time. And that means if you're not connected to the net, you can actually get access to that file. So, so you're files flying on the plane and working on something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there's also a padlock icon. So you can create folders that have settings which prevent it from syncing, and you will see you won't be able to sync that, but that happens very rarely. Okay, so you've got the cloud, yeah. you've got the green ticks. Yeah. Um, that's it. It's nice and simple. And then you've also got version history is also local now as well, whereas version history used to have to be um, – you used to have to run that in the PC. Or is there a difference? Because I, I find I see more versions – when I actually go into OneDrive online, you know, when I'm working my versions out and I'm like, I go, oh, yeah. I actually want to so go you, restore that. So you might only have a certain number of versions of something on your PC, whereas in the cloud, you'll have every version you ever created. So for versions, what, what Office 365 does is when you save a file, if the file already exists, it it's, saves that and it, your new version is the one you see, but you can go backwards and forwards in time. Yeah, and I've used cool. that a lot. <laughs> We've used yeah, that a lot. Me too. I do. Me too. Yeah, I do that a lot. I, 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 but I love, and that's that whole thing. Get it in the cloud as fast as you can, because yep. when you get in the cloud, it ramps up so many things. And using OneDrive to get it in the cloud is the fastest way to get it there. 
when you've got to work on stuff and things like protection, you know, like protecting your documents and, you know, you've got all the security around that. As soon as you get into Office 365 and you get it into OneDrive and you get into those spaces, all of that turns on for you, doesn't it? It's immediate. Well, it's, you've got yeah, all of it. But the other thing you get is ransomware protection. So, oh, fill me in on this one. I was going to ask you about this, but you've you've segued into it beautifully. <laughs> oh, there we go. Look at look at me go. Look at me go. So, um, um, uh, yeah, obviously, everyone's I assume is familiar with ransomware, where you get this evil piece of software on your machine by some nasty person, um, and they actually go and um, uh, encrypt all of your files, and you need to pay money to get them back. So, it's a horrible, horrible thing. Um, what you do when you've got your files in OneDrive, even if they're synced locally, is Microsoft give you what's called ransomware protection. And that means if your files get ransomware, Microsoft will have a copy that aren't ransomware. So if you make sure you store everything in OneDrive or your document center or SharePoint Online, one of those two places, you can never be affected as a business by ransomware. Crazy, hey? Which we is beat cool. them. We've beaten them. Well, yeah, and the trick is version control, right? So Microsoft yeah. keep every historical version. Ransomware can't get to those versions. Um, so Microsoft can rehydrate versions and get you back to how you were really quickly. Yeah, yeah. And I, I find that a lot of people are a bit dubious about that. They seem to think, oh, well, I can't get it and all of that sort of stuff. And they go off and get some other virus protection and they do all of these sort of things and have offline backups because they don't trust that Office 365. They, they have this thing that Office 365 can be hacked itself. Is that possible that someone can actually yep, hack but, into but Office 365? It's, it certainly is. You need to put some protections around it. So you need to make sure you use multi-factor authentication into your Office 365. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, people can get in. You could have a rogue employee go and do something and delete things and delete versions and all sorts of things. So the backup to other things is there. Yeah, Office 365 protects you from most stuff. But the yeah. backup to other things is there as belt and braces if you have one of these real adverse events. But what you've sounded like you've said is that they've the way that they've it's they've actually got access to your system. They they have to get access to it. They can't rent they can't out of nowhere go, ha, oh, beauty of hacked uh, Microsoft yeah, I, and I, well no, I can I can but I can hack you, for example. Let me use an example. Let's say you don't have multi-factor authentication and you're you know, Trevor at hub1.com and you use that same username and password in I don't know, Adobe Acrobat. Oh, yeah, we talked and, about this the other week yeah, where you've and, had that. Um, and when Adobe gets hacked and that gets on the dark web, I've now got your username and password. I might as well try that with Office 365. And if that works, I'm then in and I've got the same rights as you. I haven't hacked Microsoft. I've hacked you. Yeah. And how many people hate multi-factor authentication? I think they're getting used to it, though. But three years ago, when we said, let's turn on multi-factor authentication and do all this sort of thing, everybody lost it. Their mind. Anyway, they yeah, lost their people, mind. They, they... People, people don't like things which they perceive make their life slightly more difficult, even for yeah. all the benefits it brings. So, but I think yeah. that's getting more and more. More and more things require it now. I think people are getting more and more used to it. So, um, had an interesting conversation last week, where mm -hmm. with a IT technician who said, "No." Nah, I hate Office 365, never going to put it in here. We're going to have our emails on our local server because I've heard so many stories where Office 365 has been hacked. Uh, I don't think you find Office 365 has ever been hacked, but okay. <laughs> um, well, you, you know why they do that, 
right? It, it's, tell it's me, really, it's really, tell it's me really how I can simple. combat this combat this argument because um, the the rest of the business wants to move, but the yeah. IT technician is going nope. We're keeping well, first, our service here. First of all, never let an IT technician define your business strategy. You're smoking crack if you don't drive business strategy first. Um, the, the second thing you should say is you need to have the conversation. If they're from a third party, you ask them how much money they make out of the two. Right? So if I sell you Office 365, I make nothing. I don't yeah. make any money. I used to make some, but I don't hear as little, and you don't make any anymore. If I sell you a server every five years and backups and the administration and everything, I make like a hundred grand out of you over those five years. Which, if you're in business, which one would you be encouraging your customers to do? Mm. Office three six five because that's where I'm in business with. But I know I know it is. But, but you, you may want to you may want to get a opinion from someone who is not being who's an expert in the field, but is not being motivated by how much they can sell to you. Yeah. So I go. This guy's pay internal. A well. Yeah, because if you go to Office 365, he has nothing to do anymore. <laughs> right? Because if it's you a really if hard just... conversation to have with someone, I've just said, fine, we'll we'll do all the what we need to do. The thing that we're doing is we're doing a lot of Power BI dashboarding, and we're getting data off for, for them and all that sort of stuff. And I said, oh, so you've got Teams? So yeah, yeah, we had to put Teams on when COVID hit because we all wanted to work from home. Oh. Okay, so that means you've got Office 360. No, 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 no. We're not going anywhere near that. I've had so many horror stories that Office 365 has been hacked and people have lost this. And I went, really? Okay, this is not my time to have a conversation with you who just, this hot-headed IT guy who walked in the room, wondered who the hell I was and um, felt like discrediting me in front of everybody in the room. But anyway, that was... Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably be... <laughs> I, I think his tenure is probably pretty limited, right? Yeah. Mm, don't know where it's coming from, but yeah. So I, I'm not the one smoking crack. That's the thing that you. Yeah, say. no, you, you're not. And, and if you if you think about it, Trev, if you look at you know, there's in in Australia we've got 66 what we call enterprise accounts. That's the big end of town. Those yeah. people with three to six thousand, nine thousand, twelve thousand users who spend yeah, money yeah. on IT. Eighty percent of them are running Office 365 now. Yeah. Right, and the rest are on their way. So when we watch the enterprise big end of town, like you, like the banks move yeah. to Office 365. I'm sure for a little firm like yours, it's perfectly mm -hmm. fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and in fact, the, CI, the CIO yeah. of uh, well, ComBank got yes. up on stage once and said there's no way on earth we can make our environment as secure as Microsoft make theirs. Mm. Right? So yeah, this guy's probably poorly informed. Yeah, so we'll, uh, I, I thought I'd run out of those conversations over the years, but uh, I always get surprised along the way every so often. I go, okay, <laughs> we're back here again. This yeah. is I like so I was 10 it, years ago. If it was me and I, I was meeting a, I was at a customer meeting and they said those type of things, I'd pack up and walk away and go find another customer. Because yeah, there's I did. no I point out. having the conversation. I, I did. I just said, okay. You know, I'll do what I've got to do. Not, not, I'm not here to go through that with you. And uh, the big, I think because I reacted that way, the other directors went, huh? <laughs> 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 what happened then? Um, all right. So we, we've solved 
the situation. Now, that that's you know, it doesn't matter what document management system you're doing. You need somewhere to work, and OneDrive yes. gives you your workspace. OneDrive gives you the place to work. You still need to make sure you transfer your documents into the cloud. So we talked about moving them. So you've finished all your work papers. You've done everything you've done. You go, all right, now I'm finished. I'm going to move them into SharePoint. One of the things that, um, and, and a little bit of bias here, Hub One Document Management System does, the One Practice System, is it tags the documents on the way in when yes. you're putting them in there. So you get a document, you scan it, you put it in. And we always thought, get them in, use the system, scan it like that, it'll put metadata on it. We've sort of flipped yep. this a little bit now. When I get them in there, how do I tag them with the metadata to make sure I've got that if I ever choose not to use folders to go and find my document? So, so when you move them, you get the ability to open that environment in 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 uh, online. So you open that SharePoint document center online. You can then open those files as a list and put in the metadata. Metadata is really, really important, right? You need yes. to make sure you tag all your files because that helps you go and find them later. Now, um, you know, some document management tools will do that for you automatically. When you're doing it this way, you need to go and do that by hand. And and it's not that bad. It's like you know, it is seriously like Excel copy paste when it when your documents are in a list. You just basically yep. flick drop. So next week, because yes, I want to dig into metadata. Cool. I really want to. I really want to open that can of worms up, and I want you as a technician to tell me in terms well, you shouldn't of have folders. Well, no, we're never going to get away from folders. But we, I want to talk more about what the hell is a folder when it's in SharePoint. Yeah. Because we were going to talk about that today, but we didn't get a chance to do it. This whole 256K character limit and all of these sort of things, I don't understand at all. I've got a bit of an idea, but I want you to dive into that. And I want you to talk to me about metadata and why that helps when I've got my documents in a document center and helps me use my documents. So that's something right. that we can talk about next week. Sounds cool. I look forward to it. All right. All right. Well, thanks, thanks, Trev. Thanks for coming along. I've uh, had another great session. Excellent. Boy, and, and if I'm learning wonderful. something every day, everybody else has got to be learning something every week when I'm doing this. So. <laughs> there we go. So, so the big thing is if you do like what you hear, please subscribe, hit a like button, leave a comment letting us know topics you'd like us to cover in the Accounting Technology Fireside Chat. So, Trevor, all that's left for me to say is have a good day. Same to you, mate. Have a great one. See ya. Bye. Bye.